Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, this is Shannon Knapp, president of Invicta Fighting Championships, and you're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. We're doing it again. That's right, Invicta FC has another special event. It's happening Wednesday, September 28th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're talking Invicta FC 49. And you can check it out on Access TV, the Fight Network, Invicta FC's Facebook page, and Invicta FC's YouTube page. Okay, once again, this is live. Great women's MMA action, folks. Shout out to uh, Shannon Knapp and the whole crew over there at Invicta FC. On this episode of Duke Loves Wrestling, we are interviewing another set, two of the great fighters of Invicta FC, who are going to be putting it all on the line at Invicta FC 49. You're going to hear from them in one moment, but before we get to that, check this out. I want to remind you to check out Zencaster, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. That is my favorite program to use for all my recording needs. And the great part is not only do they have audio, but they also have video options as well. So whether you're video conferencing, podcasting, just catching up with friends and loved ones, you definitely want to check out Zencaster. They have uh, paid subscriptions. They also have a free version, which I'm actually using right now. Transcripts, the whole nine yards, and even... Get this, Zencaster has started to do hosting. So for all you podcasters out there, if you're looking for a host for your show, please consider Zencaster. You will not regret it. I'm telling you right now. Once again, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. Made on Zencaster. That's right. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. I'm all out of bubblegum. Hi, my name is Shauna Bannon from Dublin, Ireland. I'm a professional mixed martial artist fighting under Invicta FC, and I'm here now on Duke Loves Wrestling. Well, Shauna Bannon, first and foremost, it is so cool to have you on the show. You're one of my Irish cousins, so it's always <laughs> cool to talk to family here. Uh, I, I, I got to let you know, Shauna, I am a guy who did one of those um, genealogy uh, DNA tests there. And I found out that Munster, Munster, Ireland, is uh, where 10% of my ancestors are from. No way. Yeah. So so I know that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. When did you find that out? Actually, I I did the test years ago. I did the test years ago. And and like every couple of months, they update it with new information. But yeah, just just about 10%, um, which I think is more. I think Limerick and Cork specifically is okay. where uh, a, a good portion of my ancestors are, are, are located. So where is that in relation to Dublin? 
So Cork would be probably about a two hour drive. Oh, okay, um, not far. A little bit further, yeah. Um, yeah, Cork is, do you know what? Cork is very similar to Dublin. Like when I'm in Cork City, I'm like, this gives me Dublin vibes. Like it has everything. Like other parts of Ireland wouldn't be as kind of up there with things. Whereas Dublin and Cork, I think, Dublin, Cork and yeah, they'd be up there with um up to date with things. Do you know what I mean? Some other counties aren't up to scratch as much, you know? Sure, sure. Which is on purpose, right? I think some of these other places, they want to maintain that old school feel, right? Yeah, 100%. Like Kerry as well. That would be like, that's very scenic, you know, like there's a lot of like nice beach parts and like rocky, like nice scenic areas around Kerry. Um, And it would be kind of more old scale, I suppose. Of course. And Kerry, Kerry is over in, in Munster as well. So that's all part of the same little area, which that would be Southern Ireland, right? Yeah, yeah, that'd be all monster down there. Yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to learn things like that. So, so let me ask you: If I'm in Dublin, because you know that's where you're from, so let's let's stick to your hometown. If I'm in Dublin and I want to get a real delicious Irish meal, uh, because you know here in Boston we we have a very strong connection. I'm, I'm in Boston, Massachusetts, here in the United States. We have a very strong connection with with Ireland and. Um, we have one of the biggest St. Patrick's Day parades, literally. So your elected officials come here to celebrate St. Patrick's Day uh, because we do it so big. Um, yeah. So if I'm over there, where am I going and what am I eating? Do you know, like the typical Irish meal, I suppose, is a stew. But um, I'm not really a big fan. <laughs> like, <laughs> To be honest, like, it's not my cup of tea. Like, you know, when I was a kid and my mom be making stew, I'd be like, oh, stew. It's not like I'm not into them type of dinners. I'd prefer American food. Like, oh. I'd love wings and cheesy nachos and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But there is there is places um, like put you in still, I suppose, would be like a real kind of like pub grub food. And you'd get like Irish food in there. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Um, yeah, that would probably be a go-to, definitely, if you were if you're planning on coming over to visit. But um, it's not my cup of tea, though. Like, that type of food, like a Sunday dinner and all a Sunday roast, it's not for me. Like, I just, I prefer, like, if I'm being bald, I'd rather have, like, grease. You know what I mean? <laughs> because I have to be so strict when I'm dieting. Like, I don't want that type of food afterwards. I'm, I'm looking for, like, chips and chicken wings and lovely delicious food that i'm going to be eating next week when i'm over in america <laughs> exactly exactly well this is the thing you know when you go to an irish pub here in america especially i know that you're going to be uh in oklahoma that's where your fight is and what have you but if you ever get a chance come to the east coast go to go to new york or, or boston uh these cities like that because we have a lot of irish pubs and it's americanized irish food so just like you said the wings there, there's always stew on the menu, but there are other things, too. Like when, you know, we don't really do poutine too much, but we do cheesy fries, which is basically similar. Um, okay. But it, and, and, and it, it does have a little gravy on top or what have you, but it is definitely Americanized. So I, I think you would you would enjoy it. So if you ever want a, a taste at home while you're over here, come to Boston. Okay. 
back on the list for sure. <laughs> back on the list. <laughs> I'm currently hangry. Do you know the weight cut is in the, like I'm in the, the height of the weight cut now, so I'm like, oh, it's the stage where I'm like looking at photos of food and googling images of food, like being like, I can't wait to eat you next week. <laughs> I bet it's at I that bet. stage now. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. You gotta you gotta set goals, right? So it's like, okay, I just need to uh, get through this fight so then that I can celebrate afterwards, right? Yeah, 100%, 100%. And it'll be celebrating with fields. Yes. <laughs> yes, because you earned it. Now, it's it's interesting. You're you're in the strawweight division. And yeah. um, I know you got a big fight coming up on the 28th for Invicta FC. That's going to be 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, folks. Everywhere. Access TV, YouTube, the Facebook page for Invicta. You name it. They're making it easy for everyone to check this out. But what's interesting about you, Sean, is that you have a lot more experience than just two matches under your belt. You, you've been doing mixed martial arts for years, right? Yeah, so I've been doing um, mixed martial arts for four years, but I've been doing kickboxing since I was three. So, like, my family would have been... I would have. I was brought up in kickboxing, basically. My dad has a kickboxing gym, so it was in the family. My dad's done kickboxing for years, and then he introduced me and my sister to it. He opened his own gym the year that I was born. And yeah, I was basically in there from when I was born and started doing the classes from Trey and just competed my whole life at Worlds and Europeans. And uh, yeah, it was like it was a large part of my life growing up. It's interesting. There is a, a fight culture um, over in Ireland. And I know that we hear a lot about boxing, but mixed martial arts has taken over and, and kickboxing has really been the, the link to bring it into other disciplines and things like that. Are you noticing that more women in particular are, are getting involved in mixed martial arts over there? Yeah, 100%. I think um, like there's a lot of growth in female MMA in Ireland at the moment, Like especially even the people that would be at the start of their amateur careers that have like a really bright future ahead of them. Like That's kicking off now. And I think like Ash Daly was one that started it off and she went all the way to the top to the UFC. And then like in her time, she wouldn't have had any female training partners. So she had to spar with lads the whole time. Now, not saying that, like most of my training partners are lads but there's a lot more females on the circuit now in comparison to a couple of years ago and it's great to see it grow like you can see the teenage girls getting into it now and like they're starting from a young age whereas I think a lot of females like like myself I got into it at a later stage of life but I had a previous background in kickboxing but I think there's people that are starting MMA now from like being kids and they're going to grow in MMA rather than growing in one sport and then switching. I think a lot of people are starting from jiu-jitsu and the grappling and um, the striking all together and they're linking it in from a young age. So can you only imagine what they're going to be like when they're older? Do you know what I mean? Because they're doing it all from the start. Whereas I only started off with a kickboxing background and then I linked into taekwondo and then I went to MMA. And like it does take a little while to link it all together when you come from a certain background because you have to adjust and adapt for MMA like even let's say for example now with like if I'm doing a wrestling class and it's with a pure wrestling coach I need to be like right that's great for pure wrestling but is it great for MMA because there's elbows there's knees to the head you know so you have to think about positions so when I'm doing all the different disciplines I take bits from everybody and I adapt them for how they're going to work for me in MMA MMA is still so new 
like it really like when you think about it it is it's still a new sport absolutely i mean the early days of mma going on a national scene is, is you know that started in the 90s so yeah. you're absolutely right it's it's less than it's less than 40 years old in terms of being a mainstream sport so there's still a long way to go before we've even we've only scratched the surface of what's possible in mma and certainly, you know, the evolution of mixed martial arts with women starting to to become some of the top stars in the industry is really, really cool to see. And that's why a promotion like Invicta FC is so important. I wonder about something because you just said something really interesting. You, you talked about the transition and learning MMA and when you're learning other martial arts disciplines, you got to make sure you're learning it from the lens of MMA so it actually can be useful for you in an MMA match. Yeah. 100%. I know that it's, it's very difficult for people who their main discipline is kickboxing to make the transition into being able to be on the ground. How has your transition been? Because when you're not able to stand up and throw those kicks and throw those punches, when you got to get on the ground and 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 mix it up and grapple and and you know have your defenses so you don't uh, be put in a submission hold, how has that transition been for you? So, like starting off, it was obviously a little bit more difficult. I, for my first year moving to Paddy's gym, I just grappled so much. Like I probably had. Like I was doing grappling twice a day and I probably had one strike in a week because I was just focusing on the grappling and wrestling to try and get my base strong. And I had like, uh, how many fights did I have in my amateur career? 12. So like I had a lot of amateur fights where I could make my mistakes in the amateur circuit. Um, but I think now where I've developed, like I'm confident on my back on the ground. So if I get taken down, I have really good arm bars off my back triangles. I know how to reverse to be on top. Um, I'm very confident in getting back to my feet and being um, being able to strike again. But also, I think it, it came to a stage where I had to accept, like, I was afraid to get taken down at the start. I was like, no, 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 I can't get taken down. Whereas now I'm like, if I get taken down, it's okay because I can still finish the fight by being on my back. So it's me being more comfortable is how I think that I've actually fixed everything because I was so afraid at the start to be taken down. It was like, that was all I was thinking about and I wasn't thinking about other things. Like, I was still winning fights, but I knew in the back of my head that that's what I was thinking of. Whereas now I'm comfortable wherever the fight goes, if it's against the fence, if I'm in a wrestling exchange, if I'm in a grappling exchange, or if I'm striking, I'm confident in every aspect that I know that I can come out on top. Well, and certainly you're going to need uh, all of that in your arsenal because you're taking on somebody in uh, Nadia Vera from Mexico who she's she's 3-0-1. You know, she's had one yeah. draw, three wins, no losses as a, as a uh, professional mixed martial artist. Uh, that's not going to be an easy task there, especially in a in a uh, division that strawweight division, which is already so competitive. Um, yeah. What can we expect from from you in this fight, especially when you're going up against somebody like Nadia, who just like yourself, I mean, she's coming into this fight with a lot of confidence. Yeah, sure. I'm sure she is. We kind of came up in the same circus. She done the IMAS um as amateur as well, and then she she was pro a little bit before me. Um, I had a baby in the meantime, so that kind of put my professional career on hold for a little period of time. But um, like 
I'm I'm ready for wherever the fight goes. I think I'm stronger than her in every aspect. Um, she's tough. I know she's tough. She can take a few digs. I fought her teammate before at the IMAFs a few years ago in a heavier weight class. Um, but I, I know she's tough and she brings game. But I, I really think that I'm going to finish her probably in the second round. I love it. I love that confidence. I love that prediction. It's like um, the the one of the greatest uh, baseball players of all time, Babe Ruth. He's a he's a legend. He would actually point and tell you where he was going to hit the ball for a home run. And then he'd do yeah. it. So the yeah. fact that you're calling your shot, so to speak, you're saying in the second round, you're going to be able to finish her off. That's great stuff. And, and you yeah. know, like I said, that that division is very, very competitive. I mean, I've had uh, Melissa Odessa Parker on the show. I've had Isis Verbeek on the show. Um, there's a lot of competition in there in Invicta FC. Do you do you envision yourself becoming champion eventually? I, I will be champion in the in the strawweight division in Invicta FC for for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm gonna get two nice finishes, and I'll be up there for a title shot. My third fight in Invicta, I'll be up there for a title shot. I'm gonna impress Shannon so much that she's gonna give me a title shot after two fights. I'll be four now, and I I think I'll be well deserving of. All my fights have been finished so far. I'm going to continue to have two more nice finishes and I'll be up there for a title after two more fights. I love the confidence. I love the confidence because uh, if you don't believe in yourself, then why should anybody else? But the thing about you, Shauna, is the fact that you've been winning championships uh, throughout your career. I mean, all over Europe, you're a pretty decorated fighter, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I've um multiple world and European champion uh, titles in kickboxing. Um, I was on the national team for Olympic style taekwondo. I went to Korea to represent Ireland in that. Um, and then I'm I'm a world champion as well. Amateur MMA, and I've a couple of titles with promotions over, um, in Ireland as well for my amateur career. And I've two titles in my professional career. I've the flyweight. Um, cage legacy title at professional and the strawway cage legacy title at professional as well. So yeah, no, I have, I do have a lot of experience, and I know I have a lot of experience. I've put the work in my whole life, and it's, it's gonna give the rewards over the next few years. Like I've, I've literally been a martial artist my whole entire life. I know no different, and um, MMA is just the one for me. You know, like I think with kickboxing, I loved it, and I done it for years. I idolized it. It was my, my everything. It was I literally slept dreamed everything everything was about kickboxing for my whole life and then um i i switched to taekwondo for a year and a half i just missed punching people in the face so i skipped off of that one and um I, when i found mma i just fell in love with it it gives me a fire in my belly like nothing i can just truly express myself as a mixed martial artist in mma and it just it just lets me go when i'm when i'm in that cage and it gets locked there's no better feeling and there's no better feeling than watching a great fight, especially when people are getting punched in the face. <laughs> That's good stuff there. Once again, folks, Wednesday, September 28th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Invicta FC. They're back with Invicta FC 49. You can check it out on Access TV, on the Invicta FC YouTube channel, on their Facebook channel, all over the place here. I believe the Fight Network is going to be carrying it as well. I can't wait to see my Irish cousin, Shauna Bannon, continue to add to her legacy by winning another fight. It's not going to be easy, but she definitely is built strong for it. And then afterwards, she's going to celebrate with some wings 
Maybe some <laughs> chips. <laughs> and chocolate and chocolate. Don't forget the chocolate. Don't cheese forget and chocolate, the chocolate is what I miss the most. Oh, boy. Loads of halloumi cheese and loads of gorgeous chocolate. Now, now, when it comes to the chocolate, is there is it just regular chocolate or do you like to have the caramel? Like, what's what's your favorite? So here's the thing. So I need to know. I like I've never been to America before, but I just don't know whether the chocolate over there is going to be the same. So do I need to bring chocolate? Do I need to bring some Cadbury's chocolate with me or Galaxy chocolate? Or is it going to be good? So what's your chocolate like? So we definitely have Cadbury here. You can go to any store and and pick up some Cadbury chocolate. No two ways about it. The same though. Well, I I I don't want to say yes because I've never had it from over there. That's that's a good question. Because I feel like in different parts, like do you know, have you ever gone to like McDonald's in different parts of the world? And just it's sometimes it's different. I feel like they have fake Cadburys and fake Tato crisps in other countries. (laughs) They're not real. They're not the same as what we get over here. Well, it, it here's the problem. What was the other candy that you said? You said Cadbury. And what was the other one? Galaxy. I'm fond Galaxy. of Galaxy. So we yeah. don't have Galaxy here. That's that you okay. have to go to a specialty shop to find Galaxy. Okay, you are missing out. See, that's the one. So, so what's in the Galaxy bar? Because I think aren't they owned by Nestle? I think aren't, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but the Galaxy just hits different. That chocolate melting in your mouth, it just hits different. Wow. And you know, over in Ireland, I don't know if you have it in America, but in Ireland we get like boxes, like so they're like these circle boxes with like loads of different mini types of chocolate in it, and they come out at Christmas time. But they're in the shops already over here now. They came out like two weeks ago, and I'm like, this is perfect timing because when I come home, <laughs> I'm gonna get the, there's ones called celebrations. Do you know them? No, never heard and of heroes. Them. Okay, so they have like a box of roses. They're like all different Cadbury's chocolate. Then Celebrations is a different brand. But they're these big circular boxes and they're out at Christmas time. And it's like mini versions of every chocolate bar in them. And it's just it's just heaven. And I can't wait to eat like 10,000 of them. Well, well, here's the thing. You know, we have Halloween coming up. So in all of the stores, you're going to see packs of candy and chocolate and what have you for Halloween. So you'll definitely be able to find something there. and, and um. You know, that's this is very interesting. So you're a chocolate girl. You're a wings girl. Uh, <laughs> I'm a foodie. <laughs> you're a foodie, but you're but you're also a badass MMA fighter. So just all the above. And you're a mom. Congratulations uh, Thank on becoming you. a mom. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, Jace, my baby boy. He's one and a half. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be missing him terrible when I'm over in America. I was going to bring him, but then the time difference and everything and the travel and all just wouldn't be fair on him. So, uh, yeah, I'm getting the first flight home after I get my win and I'll be munching with him then. Well, I wonder about something because your career has actually taken off even further since you become a mom. Uh, you're, yeah. you're unstoppable. Do, do you feel like the motivation of having this this uh, this young child, this person who you're responsible for, like they they are depending on you to to guide them through life and keep them safe and what have you. Does that motivate you even more as an MMA fighter? Yeah, for sure. Like I've always been a very motivated um, competitive person. But I think now since having Jace, it's just given me a different drive that I've never had before. Like there's never a day. If there's a day where I'm slightly thinking, oh, training or I'm tired or I'm like, no, get up and do this. This is for him so I can change his life and his kids' lives and just make life easy for him. 
you know so this is what I'm doing and I know like some days I find I get like mom guilt because I'm like oh I have to go training tonight and it's it's hard leaving them to train because I obviously have to train so hard being a professional athlete but I have to just dig deep and be like this is for him and it's going to change his life you know I love it I love it listen uh Sean I have a lot of respect for you and um I can't wait to see you step into the ring again and and certainly I'll be uh I'll be wearing my Irish colors as I'm doing it. Okay. I got to represent the family here. <laughs> yes. Get the flag out. My brothers, my sisters, you've heard me talk about the Panera Bread Unlimited Sip Club for years. And let me tell you something. It happens so many times throughout the week for me. I'm out and about, you know, various meetings on the go, what have you. And I need a drink. I need to quench my thirst. And I am so happy that Panera Bread has locations all over the nation. So because I am an Unlimited Sip Club member, I'm able to walk into any Panera Bread and every two hours I get any size drink, whether we're talking coffee, hot tea, whether we're talking a fountain of soda. There's even the charged lemonades. I mean, come on now. We're talking about the healthy energy drinks there. No matter what you are craving, Panera Bread has your hookup there for only $10.99 a month. Once again, you get a drink once every two hours, any size. What are you waiting on? Check out Panera Bread. Sign up for the Unlimited Sip Club. Quench your thirst. That's right. I'm Jillian DeCourcy. I fight for Invicta FC, and you're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. Jillian DeCourcy, it is a pleasure to have you here on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. Lionheart. Why, why do they call you Lionheart? Um, it was a nickname I got from like my first coach when I first started fighting. Um, I got it from like one of the, the old Van Damme movies. You know, it's funny, too, because when we think back to those movies, a lot of those movies that Van Damme was doing back then in the in the 80s, um, it really helped the sport of MMA grow. Right. Yeah, like I hadn't I wasn't familiar with the, the movies or anything really about it. And then he kind of just told me one clip to like watch. Um, and I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, this makes sense. So it's kind of like just like that no quit attitude, like keep coming and uh you know, no matter how much you might be getting beaten up, it's like, all right, we're still here. We're, we're still game. It's pretty awesome there because a whole generation of fighters, you know, that was really their introduction other than the video games and what have you. So it's it's cool. Right. So so tell me tell me about yourself here. Uh, where are you from originally? Um, I'm originally from Queens, New York. Um, now I live out on uh, Long Island in New York. Okay. All right. So you're a New Yorker. I have to warn you now, I'm a, I'm a Bostonian. I'm born and raised in, in uh, Dorchester oh. originally. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're, so we're unofficial enemies uh, by default. <laughs> well, so here's, here's the test here, Jillian. My very first baseball card was a Don Mattingly Topps hologram. I have been a uh, Yankees fan ever since. That must be a rough life for you up in Boston. <laughs> you know, it's the strangest thing. Um, people people would look at me crazy anytime I wear my Yankees stuff, but it was usually only old ladies that would say anything to me. Guys would usually leave me alone because they thought I was just trying to start a fight or something like that. You know, but old ladies would be like, you should be ashamed <laughs> right, of yourself right. wearing that. 
Oh, that's amazing, though. Old ladies are the best. Are, are you a Yankees fan as well? Um, by default, uh, you know, family, things like that. It's just kind of uh, the team of the family, so. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, so MMA, I mean, when did you start um, getting into mixed martial arts, and, and how did you get to a point where now you're one of the top stars for Invicta FC? Um, well, I started off um, when I first started training. I was just doing really just jujitsu. Um, I was doing a little bit of Muay Thai here and there, um, but it was mainly like just focused on jujitsu. I started competing, um, doing a lot of jujitsu tournaments, and then MMA just kind of happened. Um, like messing around in the gym, just like throwing on little gloves, kind of doing like some goofing around sparring and stuff. And my coach was like, "Hey, do you want to do a you want to do an MMA fight?" So yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Let's give it a try. Um, and I took my first amateur fight, fell in love with it, and um, would never have thought like after that first fight that I would be where I'm at today. I was just kind of doing it because I was like, hey, I'm really good at this. This is this is fun. Um, and it kind of just flowed into now, you know, fighting for the Invicta title. I love it. I love it. It's it's interesting because. When it comes to MMA, I mean, everybody can watch it on TV and, and think they know, but that first time when you really get punched in the face, that first time when you really take a hit, <laughs> uh, you're either going to stick with it or you're going to say, you know what, this is not for me. Do, do you remember that first time when you felt the pain of training oh, yeah. and what have you? Um, I mean, I remember the first punch that I that was landed on me in, in my first fight um, because it's different. Like, you know, you get hit in training. Um, it's not the same. When you get hit in a fight, it's way different feeling. Um, I guess it feels like less safe in a fight because, you know, you guys are actually going out there. We're trying to do damage, right? In training, it's like for the most part, um, you know, we're trying to keep our training partner safe because we want them to be able to train with us tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, I remember that first that first punch that, uh, you know, my first opponent landed on me. I was like, oh, all right, this is what we're doing. This is real. Let, let's go. <laughs> And you haven't looked back since, right? Nope. <laughs> so you're you're somebody who, you know, you you've you've knocked people out. You're somebody who is well respected not only for your hands, but you know, you understand the science. You understand the science of making adjustments in a, in a match and what have you. What can we expect from you, though? Because you got a major fight coming up at uh, Invicta FC 49, and it's not going to be easy. Uh, by any stretch of imagination. So what can we expect from you at Invicta FC 49? Um, I think what can be expected is, you know, the same as like how all my fights um, have been to date is they're always exciting, right? Whether, you know, I'm winning or I'm losing, um, you know, I'm game and I'm bringing it. So I think it's going to be, you know, five rounds of like just nonstop back and forth, like taking and giving, <laughs> And uh, we can expect to see your hand raised by the uh, the end of the fight, right? Oh, absolutely. That's like without a doubt. When it comes to, to women in MMA, because, you know, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of detractors. They, they try to um, make excuses for why women shouldn't be in the fight game. They don't feel that uh, women should be beating each other up and bleeding and all this other nonsense here, which is just silly. Uh, because anything a man can right. do, a woman can do, and oftentimes even better. I mean, wh what do you say to those detractors out there? Um, I mean, I, I say that it's a sport, right? Just like any other sport, there's sports that, um, you know, all of us, like, 
we have like ones that we like more and ones that we don't like. Um, and it's the same thing. Like, yeah, it's a, it could be viewed as a, as a vicious sport, but is it any more vicious than like football, right? Like just look at like injury potential and, um, you know, long-term effects. I feel like football is more vicious. So it's like just viewing it as, as what it is, right? It's a sport. Um, it's an aggressive sport. It's a fighting sport. Yeah. But it's still at the end of the day, it's a, it's a sport, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, you know, I, we've had um, Shannon from Invicta FC, you know, the president there and founder of the company. We've yeah. had her here on Duke Loves Wrestling. Fantastic, fantastic leader, very well respected in the, in the uh, fight game and what have you. I mean, Jesus, she's in the uh, Sports Hall of Fame and what have you here. How important is it to have that type of leadership for an organization that you're fighting for? Um, I mean, I think like what Shannon has done for the the sport and for, you know, for like women's MMA, um, it's been amazing. And it's been a big um, reason as to why, you know, I think females have springboarded in the sport itself Um, because it gave, you know, especially at the beginning times when Invicta was first started, there wasn't really many platforms that females could perform on. Um, And she created that. So she gave them the space to um, grow from. And now, you know, now we see it, you know, women's MMA is all over the place. It sure is. It sure is. It's, it's grown uh, so much. And, and, you know, getting the rightful respect that you ladies have earned, you know, which I love it there. Again, folks, we're talking about September 28th, which is a Wednesday evening, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Invicta FC, which they're going to be on Access TV, Fight Network. Invicta's uh, Facebook page, their YouTube channel. There is no reason why you can't see this amazing card. And of course, there is no reason why you can't check out our lady here, Lionheart, Jillian DeCourcy, because she is definitely going to be bringing the pain. Hopefully a uh, another knockout for us. I mean, you are an exciting fighter in that regard there. <laughs> but we know uh, <laughs> Jessica Delboni is going to be a tough one there. Um, I got to ask. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a food guy. I'm a big food guy. <laughs> I, I love to talk about food other than fighting. So what's the big victory meal? I mean, after you've put in some work, after you've had a long, hard training and, you, you know, you finally had your fight and it's over, what's the big celebratory meal that you normally have? Um, well, the first thing I'm always usually looking for is like some kind of like chocolate cake, something, something sweet. Um, so I usually want that first and then I want some food. Um, it varies from fight to fight. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, my favorite thing to eat like junk food wise is like pizza. Sometimes it's like something fried, like French fries. It's usually not like a full meal. It's usually more like all the sides. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, you know, I mean, we can interpret that as tapas too, right? You, you want to have a little bit of everything, so to speak. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. I love it. And it's it, I mean, it does. the sweets and the chocolate first. Okay. Hey, I hear that. I hear that 100%. <laughs> the chocolate cake, especially if, if, if it's layered. Oh, yeah. Have you, have you ever had the, the, the chocolate cake at Bertucci's? I don't know if there's, there should be a Bertucci's in New York. You ever had the, the chocolate cake there? Um, I'm not, I'm not super familiar, so I'm going to have to say no. It's like a seven layer chocolate cake. Oh, jeez. 
<laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. We got to find you one of those big ones there for the for the those champ, are... you know? Yeah. Well, Jillian, for anyone listening out there, if they want to keep up with you just in general and, and, and you know, know about your training, your day-to-day life and what have you, what's the social media? What's the website? Why don't you plug away for us? Um, yep. So you guys can follow me on Instagram at Lionheart Joe. Um, and then I'm pretty active on Twitter. So that would be, if you really want to kind of stay up to date, Twitter is definitely the place. And that is also at Lionheart Joe. In addition to being a, a, a fighter, you're also a, uh, you're, you're a counselor. Is that correct for mental health? Yes. Yep. I'm a mental health counselor and I kind of run my, uh, I've had my own uh, counseling practice outside of fighting. That is fantastic. So when it comes to two industries, so to speak here, do you find that your your peers, do they come to you with, with questions about how to maintain a you know a healthy mental health lifestyle and what have you here? Do, do you find it crossing over? Um, it does. I mean, I get, I get asked that question a lot because there is, especially nowadays, there's like that big push, right? On like, um, the psychology like behind like sports and athletes and like how it impacts a performance. Um, so I do try and like implement, um, you know, things on my own that I know and, you know, just read lots of books um, for this camp, actually, you know, sort of working with like a mindset coach um, because it's, it's hard to, you know, you can know all everything, but then telling yourself to do it is is way different than helping guide others. So I kind of brought somebody on to help guide me in that respect. I'm telling you, you are a a Jill of all trades, and, and no pun intended. So to speak, <laughs> I had a lot of respect for you. Got a lot of um, admiration for what you do, not only in the ring but outside the ring. And certainly, I, I bid you nothing but good luck there. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's, you know, it means a lot. Once again, folks, I can't stress it enough. Join me. I'm going to be live tweeting Wednesday, September 28th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Invicta FC 49. It is live. Okay, live MMA action. You're going to see the two ladies that you just heard from today, plus more the great fighters there from Invicta FC. Access TV, the Fight Network. The Invicta FC Facebook page, the Invicta FC YouTube page, literally they're making it so easy for you to check out this fantastic fight card. The last card, Invicta FC 48, was a banger, okay? And this one is going to be just as good, if not better. So again, join me. I'll be live tweeting about it all night long. Till then, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.